For those of you that don't know, our lovely Shell Luscombe, <laughs> uh, she's a local lady from Hampton. She's a singer, a compare, an event organiser. And you recently took part, of course, uh, on the task of 50 fundraising challenges to be completed in 500 days. I did. By your 50th birthday. Shell, welcome back to Brooklyn's Radio. Thank you very much. Lovely to have you here. It's great we, to be here. We should start by congratulating you. Uh, Thank you. Completing the feat. And also, of course, you were, uh, well, you received a number of different accolades. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I did. It was quite. So, tell us about the year. Yes. So, well, I, I just ought to just say a little disclaimer that I didn't actually complete more by my 50th birthday. Because, well, there was good reason for that. Yeah, which... there was good reason for that. Bless her. My mum passed away in February last year. So I, I got a bit sort of sidetracked with all of that. But uh, so then I, I made it 500 days. So 50 challenges in 500 days That's from my 50th birthday. still amazing, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? It is. It is. And it was, yeah, 2022 was an amazing year. Um, Shortlisted, of course, for fundraiser... I was creative fundraiser of the year um, in the Just Giving Awards. So yeah, one of one of three finalists. I didn't win sadly, but it, it was still an amazing. Do you know, just accolade. to get in there, I know. top three on Just Giving. That is amazing. Does I that, know. Leanne, a quick report. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> so at least we can do. Um, and I think uh, inaugural. Uh, Alzheimer's Research yes. UK Supporters Award as well. Yeah, so, so they, they launched some. Thank you. They launched some awards last year, and uh, yeah, they put me forward in the trailblazer category. Ooh, so I was like, oh, fabulous! I'm blazing a trail. Yes, <laughs> That's me. <laughs> and as brilliant as you have done with all of your charitable work, yeah. I mean, as you just mentioned, there were personal reasons and inspirations yeah. why you couldn't reach that point of, of you know, and you extended it to 500 days. So yeah. tell us a bit about mum and dad. Yeah, so um, my dad had Parkinson's disease and had had it for a long time. And in the last couple of years of his life, he um, sort of progressed into Parkinson's dementia. Um, and he died f- just over five years ago now, the um, December 2017. And then at that time, mum had been his carer. And she'd been sort of dedicated to looking after him 24-7, really, for, for two or three years by that point. And it really took its toll on her. And I think, you know, she was probably had a sort of predisposition to dementia anyway. But um, the caring, uh, the challenges of caring and the strains of it just, just made her really poorly. And so she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in September 2017. And um, when I started my challenges in July 2021 so when i turned 50 uh, mum was in a nursing home at that point so mm. she was she, she had quite advanced um, vascular dementia and alzheimer's at that point and was bed bound and so on so yeah it's been quite it's been a rough few years it really has it's been really tough for you Cheryl. it's been horrible um but you know out of it we sort of come something positive and I think you know I just plowed a lot of my kind of energy and grief and emotion into into the challenges um you know I'm an only child so I was dealing with it on my own and having to sort of sell mum and dad's house and clear it all out it wasn't the family home but it still contained an entire lifetime's worth of stuff yeah. you know yes. so yeah yeah so that was that was quite that was quite hard going so yeah it's been tough time yeah. now you've raised over eleven thousand pounds so far. I well have. done. Thank you. Uh, remind us of who it was that chose the fundraising antics and the challenges that you completed. So how did okay. it all come about? 
So it started out as a bit of fun, this. I think it was over, you know, a glass of Prosecco or something. I thought, yeah, let's see if we, what we could do. Let's mm-hmm. raise some money and, uh, and have a bit of ad- adventure as I've turned 50. Um, and I set up a Just Giving page and I sent it out to my friends and I said, you can set me any kind of challenge in exchange for a donation. And they started off quite small. I mean, I came in here and talked about you it. Did. Do you remember? I remember. Yeah. Lovely remember? Leanne set me a challenge. <laughs> I will talk about that in a minute. I was just, the, I was just suggesting. I didn't think it was... <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but we'll talk about well, that in a moment. We'll come back to that in a minute. Uh, you've highlighted so, some of your standout experiences. Let's run through some of those. So the, the one you're most proud of. Uh, yeah, running 5K. I never, ever thought I would actually run 5K. It's, it's hard work. Well, I couldn't do 5K. No, uh, the most difficult to master. Unicycling. What was that like? <laughs> ridiculous i mean ridiculous did you keep the unicycle no i didn't i i booked a two-hour lesson with a lovely lady all the way over in bristol because i couldn't find one in london um i know i sort of combined it with a trip to see some friends in bristol but um yeah it's the most frustrating thing i i mean it defies gravity that you should be able to sort of balance on one wheel really but uh, i mean they do some amazing things on these (laughs) unicycles but yes that's not something that i will be continuing with and the next one that i've listed here that you've listed as well which i think is amazing because i don't know how you did this the most nerve-wracking oh stand-up comedy without a doubt i I wouldn't be able to do do a a five five minute turn and where were you Kingston at the Ram Jam Club, you know, at the okay. back of the Grey Horse. Yeah. So do you, do you, you're okay with stand-up comedy? I mean, this was completely it's tough. New. I mean, it's timing, well, it's, it's, it's yeah. everything. It's everything. No, I, well, I this thought I can't new... go from zero to yeah, stand-up no, comedy. Exactly. So I did a course, actually, oh, well crack, with crack comedy run by a guy called Eric. And, um, yeah, it, it, I ended up just doing five weeks of a six-week course, but the last week was a showcase, so we got the, the opportunity to stand up and do sort of five minutes each. Tough. So my, my fellow comedians on the night were mostly people that had been on the course with me, and then they brought a couple of pros in as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <Just> a- <laughs> and what was the audience reaction like? How did you go down? Actually, really well. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, if, if Tara and Simon are listening today, your friends are mine, um, they were there on the night. And uh, yeah, people laughed, oh, actually. Tara would do anything for you, we know. Oh, I got money. some heckling from Simon. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what was the, um, what was sort of like the story or the, what was your sort of theme? Oh, my goodness. It was my dating disasters. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, was it? Dating disasters over the last five decades. Oh, fabulous. Which ties nicely into yes, your challenge, exactly. which was to go, go to, to a single night. Yeah. Yeah, oh, single Debbie Singleton. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you did that very bravely because you went on your own. I did. And during, I was doing a dry month as yeah. well. I wasn't <laughs> drinking that month, oh, which was another me. one of my challenges. What was I thinking? <laughs> no, that was silly. The funny thing is that mm-hmm. venue's now been, got raided and got closed no. down. It's Shell's I, fault, you know. I yes. wasn't there. So, Simon the would be heckling now going, it was all Shell. It was all... <laughs> Yeah. No, I was not perfect there material. Perfect and material. this one I saw a lot on Facebook actually because you loved it, and we could tell you loved it. You're most exciting. Oh, being on Steph's pack lunch. Oh, yeah. that's awesome! It was amazing. Yeah, I yeah. Bet. Channel Four daytime national TV. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> I know. So I, yeah, up in Manchester was that, or is Leeds. that Leeds? Leeds. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's they so cool. um, they had a new feature 
which for, unfortunately they don't run anymore actually but they had a feature once a week where they would invite people who were doing crazy things for fundraising you know yeah. for charity onto the show and uh, yeah they got me doing some challenges i was tried tried my hand at skateboarding which was disastrous uh, i had to get into a barrel of ice cold water oh my goodness oh, my <laughs> oh goodness. really yeah that's a challenge in itself and goodness I, me I oh my goodness and then i had to do a little bit of presenting did i they... had to say one of the links you oh, do one fabby. of the links oh, to take us cool. to an advert that's yeah, amazing. really cool well that's great yeah. that's now, awesome We've got a couple more to run through before we play some more music. This one, you've got to explain how okay. it works. Your most funny one. The most funny one you got down is the Chubby Banana Marshmallow Challenge. Chubby Bunny. Oh. Bunny, Chubby Bunny. Yeah, the Chubby Bunny Challenge. Bunny. Okay, so, um, so so um, this was set for me by my friend's teenage daughter. So okay. that might, might put it in context. So I had to take 15 marshmallows and put them into my mouth one at a time. And after each one, say chubby bunny but of course the key thing is you're not allowed to chew or swallow the marshmallows so eventually your cheeks are very full of marshmallow and there's just sugar everywhere and yeah. it's just messy so, and horrible. so i've got a bag no <laughs> in my bag i thought you and leanne could teach no no we won't do that. um loving it loving i never it. want to see a marshmallow ever I bet you don't. Uh, the most ridiculous challenge that you did oh, which i love hair cutting Tell us a bit more. Yeah, oh gosh. Yeah, well, okay. So, (laughs) so yes, my friend Jim said, I'm going to challenge you to cut someone's hair, but you have to have had a bottle of Prosecco when you do it. (laughs) A whole bottle. So you have to have drunk a whole bottle of Prosecco. And whose hair did you cut? My friend Julie stepped up to the challenge. Can I just ask you, is Julie still your friend or is she... (laughs) What did you did you just do a trim? I haven't seen her since though, you know. It's no, funny you so say maybe that. She's, still, she's not coming out till her hair's grown, I could tell you that. Was it very uh, short? Did oh, you excuse me? It? No, um no, it was a trim. And just and trim. to be fair, so Julie's one of these people who's not really that bothered about her yeah. hair. So she had cut it herself before. <laughs> oh that. right, okay. So she so, was like, so yeah. anything yeah. I did was going to improve it. So she was quite happy <laughs> blessed. Has Jim got hair? Yes, he has. Well, I think you should cut Jim's hair after a bottle of rum. <laughs> yeah. And see how Jim likes it. <laughs> That's a great idea. Um, he did say to me, it can't be a clipper cut. It can't be a short cut. And he's got short hair. So okay. it, that didn't count. All right. But it's not his challenge anymore. No, that's true. So it could be someone that's else's. True. Baz, could be your challenge. Well, I've got the air left to do it, so otherwise it's not worth it. Um, <laughs> the activity that you would most likely conti- to continue with oh, yeah. is what? Let's see, the drum roll. Drumming. 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 That's interesting. I loved drumming. Did you? Love it. Yes, I am going to carry on. I've managed to damage my rotator cuff oh, in my no. left shoulder, so there won't be any drumming until that's healed. But yeah, oh. I absolutely loved it. I thought I would be rubbish. Yeah, because it's really hard, isn't it? Like mm. to keep the different time. and your feet as well yeah. going at different times I mean, and speeds you know, and stuff. Basic level yeah, that's at this all right. point. It's but fab. I loved it. Fantastic. So they were your sort of uh, highlighted moments. Yes. I've got the whole fifty years. So I'm going to pick out some more in a okay. moment. The one that would have really made me pretty nervous, pretty scared. In fact, I'm not sure I could even do it. A skydive from oh, fifteen thousand yeah. feet. What was that like? Oh my goodness! Amazing. Everybody should do a skydive once in their life, I reckon. How nervous were you before, though? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, when you're up in the aircraft, where did you go to, by the way? I went down to Salisbury, so just outside Salisbury, Old Sarum. So you're sort of um, jumping over Salisbury Plain. And actually, on a good day, you can see all the, w- all the way to the Isle of Wight. I, it was cloudy when I did it, unfortunately, so I couldn't see that far. But I got to see Old Sarum, which is an old um, fort. 
um, medieval fort. So anyway, would he um, be looking? My eyes would be going, oh, no, no, he's screaming. Okay. My eyes would be shut. <laughs> that moment, though, that you go to actually, when, are you pushed out of the aircraft? Well, because you, I'd have that fear. At the yeah, last moment, I'd I be going, be I can't go. do it. No, yeah. can't do it. Um, no, well, you you do obviously have a person strapped to your back, so you don't it's really not doesn't a matter. solo. <laughs> They're behind me. I can only see what's down in front of me. <clears throat> well, you just have to put your trust in them, I suppose, don't you? I, I mean, I have to confess, I did do a skydive in Australia 25 years ago, 30 years ago, something okay, like so that. You, so, you had... so, so I'd done it once before, and, and actually I'm glad I had, because this time around I knew what to expect, and I, and I took it in a bit more. I was a bit more present with the whole experience. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't doesn't mean that it's not scary it's terrifying and you 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 sort of there's that sense of expectation as you're going up in the plane and it's a little rickety old plane with a you know a hole in the side so you're not it's not like luxury travel you know you sat there and you're sort of you know the the guy the guy my um instructor mac was was like obviously sat behind me and he's going get closer to me don't be shy don't be shy move back a bit and i'm like oh okay um (laughs) um, he's like you've got to be really closely strapped to me so i'm like okay you know you know and you just sort of do as you're told really but yeah i mean that moment you're sort of on sitting on the edge of the plane with your legs out i mean to be fair they get you to look up so you're not sort of looking down at the ground very wise by the way yeah just have to go for it and it is well, the most amazing experience. could you do it leanne i'm no, not sure i could not. i'm not sure i could no. i'll watch from now <laughs> leanne will on certain times in the program when she's on with me she'll just i'm playing a track and she just gets up and she does what you learn she does just dance routines <laughs> do to stuff. I? yeah you did are you, you sure yeah I you do, do. We, and you we're not allowed to video them <laughs> But you learned a dance routine uh, to treat people with kindness by Harry Styles. Now, did you, is that just something you made up or was it something that was given to you by a choreographer or what? No, so there is a a proper video um, to this this song. And actually Fleabag's in it. She features in it. You know the girl that's in Fleabag, whose name I can't remember. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. There we go. That's the one. Between Um, you got that. Yeah, yeah. Teamwork. Um, She's in it as well. Um, It's an amazing video. And Harry's, I just think he's wonderful. Anyway, so he does this whole routine on the stage with a load of dancers. And then I I happened to catch on, I don't know, YouTube or TV or something that um, the choreographer had broken down this dance dance routine and was teaching people. It was one of those how-to videos. And so <clears throat> that's where the challenge came from. So, yeah, my friend Yvonne. Is that still on your website, routine. by the way? It is. I'm I was going to say, have you seen the video? I'm going to be hilarious. looking at that one. No, I haven't seen that one. There is a lift in it. Oh, I, really? I need I say more. I mean, honestly. Love it. And, and, I, and I was very lucky. I see a future for you on Strictly Come Dance. Yes. I, well, that would be, that <laughs> would be the most amazing 51st <laughs> challenge. Um, <laughs> I must actually give a shout out to Resolution Dance because they're based around in this neck of the woods. Lovely. Um, <clears throat> The lovely Heather who runs it, she helped me with this routine. So I said, I need someone to help me learn the choreography. And also, if you've got some dancers that want to get involved, let's let's do it. So she and two of her lovely dancers danced with me. Oh, and, we, and actually, she and her boyfriend made this amazing little video for me. So when oh. you have a look, you'll no, see. I, I will look that is really cool. The but the lift, I can't watch it. It's just... <laughs> but you did it. That's the main thing. I did. Um, here's one... This interesting. I wondered how this had worked out for you. Go a month without shaving my legs. <laughs> I, Simon, are you listening? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Um, yeah, well, that, that, was, that, that was the mother of the girl who sent me the chubby bunny challenge. So clearly they're a bit crazy in that family. They've got it in for yeah, you. Yeah, and uh, yes. Well, I mean, to be fair, it's 
in the middle of the winter it's not that it's not hard too bad. but it was september and it was yeah it was was furry let's keep going did you do this <laughs> wear your christmas pajamas to work for a day i did and how did you get to work <laughs> by car or by bus or train or? well bear in mind my work at the point at that point was um running my community singing group um, at a community centre in in Twickenham, so, so they saw you. So so the whole the whole centre saw me. I drove in, your Christmas in the car. PJs. I did actually get out and get petrol on the way oh there. You know, goodness. just for just you know keep, added yeah yeah spirit. humiliation. <laughs> I actually borrowed an, an elf onesie from a friend. So there you go. I had my so you elf really went onesie. for it. I did. I did. There Have were to photos. Go for it, really, I guess if you're going to do it. Yeah. And I don't know who sent you this next one, but Leanne, yes. you'll probably agree with this. Simon and Tara will definitely agree that. For this lady to be able to achieve this is a real mark of accomplishment. 24-hour silence. <laughs> I, I mean, I just don't, know how, saying, <laughs> I don't know how that works. Yeah, your point is. <laughs> so well done for that. You also yeah. went to the O2. I did. And you climbed over the, oh, the, the top, really, the, the James yeah, Bondy thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. Good views? That's really cool. Yes. Windy? Yeah. It was very windy. We did the sunset climb, which was lovely. Oh, and actually, okay. they, they offer a little, little proposal package as oh, well, in case you're you feeling inspired. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it's lovely. So I did, I did organise a little glass of Prosecco for each of us at the top, which nice. was nice. Very good. Yeah. So who went with you on that one then? Because you said us. Uh, yeah, a couple of friends. So Sean, who set me the challenge, right. and my fr- uh, our mutual friend, Jonathan, who oh, came nice. as well. So oh, yeah, cool. It was really good. Really good. I would love to know about laughter yoga session, but I'm going to jump over that one because on New Year's Day, <laughs> what did you do? What did I do on New Year's Day? You went for a wild swim, apparently. Oh, I didn't do it on New Year's Day in the oh, end. Okay. I couldn't find anyone to come with me and I didn't really want to go on my own. I can't blame you. <laughs> no. You went in the freezing so cold. I, I went, I, well, mm, it was Come June. on, it was June. Where was it? That's a cop out. That's a cop That's a cop out. Love it, love it. it Let's do uh, got a couple more for you. This one would have been right up there along with skydiving. I've done this. So fly a glider and oh, do three yeah. loop the loops. Yeah, that was incredible. How did you feel after? A little bit queasy. I'm yeah, not going to lie. Um, not only did we do three loop the loops, but we then went on to do some other aerobatics. So you know all the kind of leave your stomach in the air stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Oh man. But that was good actually. That was great, and that was a real flashback to my dad as well. He loved everything aviation. Oh, did he? So, oh. Yeah, I got quite emotional that oh, day. It was like yes. he was there at the airfield with me. Maybe he, would he have was. Loved it. Maybe he was. He uh, so we're talking to Shell at Luscombe about her fifty challenges. The one that Simon set you. Was mm. what? To spend a night in a haunted house. Where did you go for that? <laughs> well, we didn't spend the night in the end. <laughs> was it just too to, haunted? Just to uh, set, you know, no, don't want any tongues wagging. Um, no, oh. so we, uh, <laughs> we, um, we went to Finchingfield, which is over in Essex. Okay. To the Guildhall, which is, uh, has got a huge history of uh, old, it was an old school and run by monks. And, you know, there are scorch marks on the ceiling from the torches that they used to really? use when oh they were gosh. burning the midnight oil and this, oh that and the other. Days. I have to say it was a little bit underwhelming. Sorry. Oh, okay. oh yeah, really? We, no, we were both a bit were disappointed. A bit like, oh. We wanted, you know, things flying around the room. Yeah. And, you know, on, like I wanted irrefutable evidence that there, there was, was someone there. something there. there. And they, we just didn't get it. You should have just it. gone down to the um, Abbey in Purford. I reckon that would have oh, been really? scary. Yeah, the one that's the ruins. Do you oh, know? Oh, no, it? I don't know. Oh, it. no, there's some, a set of ruins. Newark Abbey. Newark Abbey, yeah. Perfect. Do you know, there. the mm. scariest thing that happened was that when we got out of the car, when we arrived... 
both of our left shoe shoelaces were undone. Ooh, so maybe there was something there. going on. There's a clue. I'm not sure what the clue Genuinely, was, but there's a clue there. We, th- we were like, oh my gosh, is this going to be a sign of things to come? And actually that ended up being the scariest thing that happened. And the final one we're going to mention for this little break is Complete the Circle Line pub crawl. Oh my word. Dressed up in orange. Not as an orange, but dressed up in orange. <laughs> well, so where did it take you? So orange is the charity colour. That's okay. why we oh. were in orange. Alzheimer's Research UK. Yeah, it's their, their brand colour. Um, and I wasn't allowed to wear ARUK t-shirts because they don't want, obviously, you can't really be promoting drinking, especially oh, not an all-day yes. binge drinking yes. session whilst wearing dementia charity t-shirts. But um, no, so it took us, we started in uh, Victoria at the Shakespeare and we did go all the way around the circle line, 27 stops, 27 pubs. We There were a couple of pubs that we just rocked up sort of said hello had a quick photo and had to move on because the the biggest challenge is the time mm. it takes to get round them all yeah <clears throat> do you know we walked eleven and a half thousand sorry eleven and a half miles something like twenty five wow. and a half thousand steps that Gosh. day <laughs> how long did it take you um we started at 10 o'clock in the morning and we finished at midnight. I had a oh, spreadsheet wow. because oh, wow. without the spreadsheet, we would not have made it. And who was the Royal We then? Who did you go with? Well, I sort of put the word out to anyone and said, anyone fancy joining me? So it was a random selection of my oh, friends who, who sort of, nice. some of them didn't know each other at all. And they some did of them by the end like, of it. <laughs> yeah, they certainly did. Some of them, some people joined us sort of for bits and bobs of the day and not the whole day. And other people, you know, just sort of came and went and all the rest of it. And yeah, it was, it was chaos and it was, hilarious so did you stick to the same drink all the way through um no it got a bit bored after a while but i certainly i said to everyone right i am not scraping anyone up off the floor okay you have to be grown up about this so we're gonna have you know halves not oh, pints right. and that sort of thing you know i was, oh, quite, you was quite strict oh i was quite strict yeah. i think you need to be if you're doing that many pubs it's a good idea Lovely tribute, by the way, from Lucy Haynes, a fundraising oh, yeah. officer at Alzheimer's Research UK. She said, from day one, Shell was throwing herself into her 50 at 50 challenge. And it's been incredible to follow her journey and find out about each of her challenges along the way, raising vital awareness of dementia and the diseases that cause it. Now, talk a bit more about Alzheimer's. Mm. OK, so... <clears throat> Excuse me. So ARUK are good because they, they're actually looking at all the different diseases that cause dementia, not just Alzheimer's. So I don't know whether you know, but just to sort of set the, the picture. So dementia, the word dementia describes a set of symptoms. Um, and Alzheimer's is one m- major disease that causes dementia symptoms. But there are lots of other diseases as well. I was telling you about dad having Parkinson's dementia so that a mum had vascular dementia so there are all these different forms of of dementia and all these different routes to that end end result but you know the end result is is sort of similar although they all present slightly differently so it was really important to me to find a charity that was was doing something about research and was you know helping to make the future better for us basically I'm you know I'm I, I was turning 50 I was worried that I probably have some kind of predisposition to it because it, it, it runs in my family so yeah. strongly. Um, and that and are there checks they can do, Michelle? <clears throat> Excuse my ignorance. But Sorry. No, there, well, so there are. And you can, have, you can do DNA testing, actually. And, right. I, and I have done the DNA testing. Now, it has to come with a heavy caveat that um, none of the results are, you know, they're not saying that you're definitely going to get this, that and the other. But yeah, I mean, I came back with this long list of things that I had a predisposition 
alluded to, including I do have uh, two copies of the Alzheimer's variant. Um, it's a long, it's all very scientific and long and complicated, and I won't go into it now. But uh, you know, the key thing is not to be too worried about it in the sense that there's actually a lot I can do for myself to help myself and right. and look after myself. And and that was. You know, they're very nervous about people doing this DNA testing because it doesn't come with proper support, really. It just comes, you get a report that yeah. tells you you've yeah. got this list of things. And, you, and If you do, obviously, yeah, you're going to really <clears throat> suddenly become concerned. You can know too exactly. much. Exactly. Mm. And um, But, I, you know, I went into it with my eyes open. I wanted to know. And I've just been diagnosed with high cholesterol, actually. And that's a, that's a, that's a worrying marker for me because of the family history mm. and so on. So that's I know that's something I can work on. And actually working with ARUK is given me lots and lots of insight and lots of information about how I can help myself and there are lots of factors that you can influence yourself so it doesn't have to be a fait accompli and mm. I think mm. before that I thought it was mm. you know I thought if you got a diagnosis yeah. that yeah. was it game over and there's nothing you can do about it but that's actually not true so just I wanted to just kind of run through some of the stats that really hooked me into this in the first place mm. for every four cancer researchers there's only one dementia researcher in the UK and worldwide wow so, um, and yet one in three people born today will develop dementia in their lifetime. I think cancer is one in two, but it's not that long ago no, that cancer was, was one, one in three, three and exactly. dementia was one yeah. in four. So you can see the route that this is going. And, you know, there's a big push now with it to, to encourage the government to, um, to really invest in research and really help people get early diagnosis because early diagnosis for, de for dementia and any form of dementia is is absolutely key we heard a few weeks ago didn't we about this new drug amazing. that's come yeah, out yeah, it's just been approved in the states but it's so it's only going to work if people get early di diagnosis so, you know so absolutely. that's absolutely key and diagnosis of dementia is really really difficult mm. my mum was in complete denial very angry didn't want me anywhere near her it was really hard to get in front of somebody who could properly diagnose her so there's a lot of work to be done i've just signed up to a policy insight panel actually with ARUK, so i'm going to carry on my work with them on a volunteer capacity but I, that i can help to sort of see if i can change the way things go and help you know speak from my own experiences and, and help them shape their policy going forward yeah well done to you because it's really you. important and, and i'm sure as you say it's been a tough time for you as well as taking on the challenges, you know, personally, yeah. uh, you've had to go through an awful lot as well as well. So we're yeah. very sympathetic towards that. I think the challenges gave me a really good focus last year, um, which I was just saying in the, while the music was playing that, you know, I feel a bit, I don't know what I'm doing now. I'm a bit lost. I'm a bit sort of untethered. But, um, but you know, that, that's kind of to be expected. But I'm really grateful that but I had all this time, to focus It takes time to process on. everything, doesn't it? It does. Now, now it is probably that moment for you yeah. just to just to take a moment for yourself. Absolutely. Personal moment. Yeah. Uh, but of course, people can still donate to your cause if they they'd most like definitely to. And can. how do they do that? So if they go to Just Giving and um, search for uh, Shell Luscombe 50 Challenges or Michelle Luscombe 50 Challenges, um, Shell is S-H-E-L-L-E, um, I've got a very unusually spelt name and, it, and it's helpful sometimes because it's distinctive but when you're trying to spell it online it's not so easy mm -hmm. but yeah 50 challenges um, Michelle Luscombe that, that you usually will find me or go to my website which is shellluscombe.co.uk and you, you've got a press information pack haven't you as well together I, have, I think on yeah. all this and again so people can contact you directly oh, for that kind of thing absolutely they? yeah um, how do they do that um, they can just call me actually so and the number is 07734 
109 Or, of course, if you want to get in touch with us, we can always put yeah, yeah, uh, people through oh, to you, Shell, do, as well. Yeah. I'm nearly at 11,000 now. 11,500, sorry. Great. So I'd love well, to get to that. That would be lovely. That would be lovely. <laughs> and, of course, all of your challenges are on your blog, aren't they, still? Is they that right? Are, yeah. So we must go to this and have a look. I'm going to have a little look when I get home tonight. Yeah. There's a few that I've not seen. There's, uh, there's I'm pretty the... good at following you on Facebook and stuff you, like that and seeing are. what goes on. But I have missed a couple. Like, I hadn't seen the Harry Styles dance routine, so I want to see that one <laughs> for sure. We'll now, get you doing that one, Bass. Sorry? We'll get you doing well, that Well, we are. I'll talk about a dance routine later because oh, um, Hell's Bells will. are going to help us with something later on this oh, year, which is going to be fun. Uh, so before we lose you today, Shell, mm. um, just again, let's. we've been through the challenges. Uh, you did some that were music-based. By the way, before we go, how is the music career going for you personally? Um, well, it's sort of in the same pot as everything else at the moment. <laughs> Nothing's really happening. But you had success. Um, I mean, last album, Desire Path album, of yeah. course, um, th- that wasn't a challenge, but w- it was played where you wanted it to be played. Well, I made it yeah. my yeah. second challenge, well. actually. Made oh, it my did? second ch- Yeah, because we'd, we'd, had, we'd had the album on the go for so long. And, and actually, my friend said, I'm going to set you a challenge to actually release it. And, and sometimes you need a deadline, yeah. don't you? Yeah. It was the same. One of my early ones was to get my accounts sorted out by the weekend <laughs> because otherwise, but having the challenge as a focus was really, really you useful. Like a deadline. Yeah, it was great. Um, but yeah, no, Desire Path, we are doing, we are going to make some more music. We've started making some oh, more music. To. You have yeah, to, for sure. and, and it has been amazing. And I did finally go out to Ibiza and sit in Cafe Aww. Del Mar and listen to our tracks being played Bobby. and meet the DJ. And I, I was bet that's lovely. In October. That is an amazing it experience. Was super fun. I, I can sort of half relate to it with my son because yeah. we've had his track played yeah. in some places. You go, wow, that's yeah. amazing that it's actually made it there. Yeah, uh, which I'm just is sitting brilliant. there going, should I just, well, I want to go and tell everyone, this is me, by the way, this is me, this is my track, this is me singing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really cool album. We love it, as you know. Yeah, uh, so you. before we lose you again, because yeah. we're going to have to call it in a second, but you learnt guitar, you learnt drums. Yes. So tell us about, give us a... And bass. And bass. Yep. Simon, are you listening? You're out of a job, mate. Um... <laughs> One track. Let's end on a track that you learned to. What was it? Okay, so uh, two of my challenges, uh, uh, the bass one and the drumming, were both Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. So I I obviously drumed and bassed separately, but um, yeah, (laughs) it's it's a classic. It is a classic indeed. Let's play it for you. Now, Michelle, or Shell, thank you so much for coming into Brooklyn's Radio, and well done for your 50 challenges. Fantastic. Thank you. Love.